Welcome to the jungle. A tremendous Thursday to you. My name is Jim Rome. All right, so we have a lot to get done. There's a lot breaking this morning. A lot of things to get to. It's going to be a good day. Let's get at it. Let me start you off by giving you a telephone number because we've got a lot to get done. I want to stay very orderly and very buttoned up about this. Clones, you know today is a beef day. I will tell you when that is. Speaking of buttoned up and tight, I want to tighten that thing up a little bit today. So what that means right off the very top is I get to the breaking stories in the morning. I want to let you know about the beef segment. When you come in, make sure it's tight. We're not going to run this thing out for like 25, 28, 29 minutes. I want to tighten it up. I want to trim the fat. That's also not a green light for the JN. I want to trim the fat to the beef segment. So keep that in mind, and I will tell you when that is. First things first, your telephone number is toll-free, 1-800-636-8686. The beef segment, all right, spoiler alert. In order to tighten it up and trim the fat, maybe, I'm saving it for the last segment of the day. So you have plenty of time between now and then to get in. I'm looking for somebody to double up. I want somebody to call the program and get through twice. Normally, you can never do that. This is the only day of the week that you can do that, where you can call with something about anything at all and then beef. So if you want double the exposure, do it like that. Call me on any of the topics of the day and then beef late. one 636 8686 Also, hit me up on the X at Jim Rome. Romans R-O-M-E. If you hit me up at R-H-O-M-E, I won't see it. If you hit me up at R-O-A-M, I'm not going to see that either. At Jim Rome, R-O-M-E. Also, email me at Rome at Habitate.com. Same spelling, R-O-M-E. Coming up at 940. These are Pacific Times. 940, the pro football doc. Got to check in with Dr. David Chow. Haven't done that in a minute. Some interesting injuries around the league, and I want to talk about how that's going to impact tonight's game and also the weekend. Coming up next hour, John Morosi, good friend of the program. We're going to break down that blockbuster between the Yankees and the Padres. Yankees get their guy. You knew the Padres were not going to be able to keep Juan Soto, so they had to get something for him, which is the opposite of what the Angels are getting for Shohei, which is nothing. The big head, James Kelly and I. I'm not going to mislead anybody. Tonight's matchup is, how do I put this? Ass. But it's Thursday night. It's the only game. It's prime time. We got to hit it. So, Steelers, Pats. If you want our thoughts on that, you're going to get them. Even if you don't want our thoughts on that, you're going to get them. If you don't respect our thoughts on that, fade us. Fade us. I don't know where the head comes out. I know which way I'm leaning and how I'm going to play that. And then again, you've got your beef segment coming up in the last segment of the show. 1-800-636-8686. I want to start by talking baseball. Believe it or not, the Yankees and the Padres both won 82 games last year. Both teams, 82-80, and which is kind of shocking because if you ask fans of either team, Both teams were unmitigated disasters last year. Very similar clubs in the sense that they had very similar payrolls. Similar payrolls, similar expectations, and a similar failure to meet any of those expectations or even come remotely close. But finally, after that slow motion, 
Juan Soto trade was finally realized or finalized last night. It now seems like these two teams have a much clearer vision of the future. Also, two teams that are now moving in opposite directions. Man, when things go, when things change, they change quickly. For instance, the Juan Soto to the Yankees trade is franchise-altering for both teams, but in different ways. For the Yankees, it is a real Yankee move, and for the first time in a long time. The kind of move that Yankee fan has been desperate for, clamoring for. The kind of move that Yankee lineup desperately needed. Because excluding Aaron Judge, and I don't care what other bats have been in that lineup, Last couple of years, that lineup has been straight up horrendous the last couple of seasons. They needed something. They needed pop badly. They needed a lefty bat badly. They needed a dude who fits what they do, namely, sees a lot of pitches, hits a lot of bombs. And if there's one guy that fits that profile perfectly, it's Juan Soto. Potentially a slam dunk for the Yankees. A slam dunk because this dude is already a generational bat. And he arguably hasn't even entered his prime yet. But I say potentially because he has only one year left on that deal. And him re-upping is obviously the Yankees' plan. It's the Yankees' desire, but that's no lock. One, he's represented by Scott Boris. Two, what if the Yankee experience somehow is a bad one? What if this season somehow goes sideways for him or for them? I mean, there absolutely is risk in this. That said, the Yankees had to take that big swing. They had to get it done. Because to not do so and have another crappy year and sink even further into irrelevance would have been the biggest risk of all. They had to do this. They had no choice. On the flip side, I would say the same thing about the Padres. They had to do this. They had no choice. But for them, it's extremely bittersweet. Yes, they did all right in this trade. They did. They did aight in this trade. In fact, better than aight. They did aight plus. But they didn't bring this dude in to move him. They brought this dude in to shock the world and make San Diego not only America's finest city, but America's finest baseball team. And it damn near worked, right? It damn near worked until it didn't. That championship window now is no longer open. It's shut. It's shut. It was open. It's shut. The question is, is it painted over and nailed shut? Time will tell. But they did what they had to do because there was no way in hell they were going to re-sign Soto. We know this. They had to get what they could get. We know that. And considering everybody in baseball knew that they had to move this guy, that's going to hurt their leverage. They actually made out pretty well. Even if they didn't get any monsters in return, they did get quality. They did get arms, multiple arms, and they got some depth. In fact, what I'm saying is they got something, which is more than nothing, which is exactly what the Angels got for Shohei. Hey, speaking of which, Shohei, my dude, let me ask you something. What's your dog's name? Just kidding. Don't block me. Don't block me, Shohei. So, where does that leave us? Yankee fan is hyped. These tools are depressed. That's what's in. Both teams had to make this deal. 
for very different reasons. Padre fan, it was awesome, wasn't it? It was awesome until it wasn't. Yankee fan, maybe it can be awesome once again. I don't know what's going to happen long term, but at least for one year, it's going to be pretty awesome, potentially. But to do nothing would have been even more devastating than San Diego fan watching a future Hall of Famer walk out that door, entering the prime of his career. But once again, they did get arms and catching and depth. And that's a lot more than what the Angels got for Shohei, namely a rosin bag. You know, Brian Cashman's got to be feeling pretty good about himself. You know how I know that? He, for some reason, was feeling pretty good about himself before this happened. He said so a number of weeks back. So I would imagine he's feeling pretty good about himself. Or should I say, pretty bleeping good. We got good people. I'm proud of our people, and I'm I'm proud of our process. Doesn't mean we're firing on all cylinders. Doesn't mean we're the best in class. But I think we're pretty good, personally. And uh, I'm proud of our people, and I'm also looking forward to 24 being a better year than 23. See, the thing about that is, if he had said that last night, that'd be one thing. If he had said that after he got Soto, that'd be one thing. He swerved way out of his lane to make that statement a few weeks back. Pretty good, personally. Hey, man, how you feeling about things? Pretty bleeping good, personally. So this guy was looking for any camera and any mic that was hot so he could let the world know that he was proud of his people and that we're pretty bleeping good, Alvin. Pretty good, personally. And uh, I'm proud of our people, and I'm also looking forward to... 24 being a better year than 23. All right, so the key about that is he made that statement before that trade went down. So I would imagine Cash is feeling a lot better than pretty bleeping good right now. Pretty good, personally. Had to make that deal. Had to get it done. Maybe now he can fit his big nuts through some wider hallways for making that deal. Had to get it done. Gave up a lot, and that's a one-year contract right now. Yeah, I know, I know. You're the Yankees. He'll get there. They'll have an entire year to pitch him. They'll give him more money than anybody has. I'm telling you, it's not a lock. Nothing is guaranteed, except that they had to make that deal. Padre fan, get up in here. I'm I'm curious how you feel about this. Yankee fan, get up in here. I'm curious how you feel about this. 1-800-636-8686. And I wonder if Cash is done. I'm going to say he's not. Verdugo, previous to this, Soto right now, I don't think he's done. They're back to being the Yankees. And by that, I mean throwing cash at it. Padres took their shot, got close, didn't work. All right, some other things that I want to get to today. I had these thoughts. Actually, I still have these thoughts about Deion Sanders and how things went all sideways and south and hit rock bottom of Colorado. And you've got players defecting, recruits decommitting, coaches leaving. And Dion incredibly makes this statement to People Magazine about, you know what, looking back on last year, I wish I had more privacy. What? It's like Barbara Walters. What? Dion, Coach Prime. What? Wanting more privacy. So I've got this thought. That Dude, are you kidding? That is like the richest, most hypocritical thing I've ever heard in my life. Dude, you don't step outside the house without a camera in your face. Just the way you like it. You love it. So I'm like, the bottom is falling out on this guy. 
And then comes word this morning, he got himself a five-star. <laughs> Not dead, can't quit. Can't throw dirt on this guy yet. The number one tackle prospect in the country. And don't get me wrong, I still take great offense to this guy saying, hey man, it'd be nice to have a little privacy. Dude, your brand is a lack of privacy. Since when do you want privacy? You've always been about Bright lights, big city, the cameras, the mics. You want privacy. I didn't hear you asking for privacy when you were 3-0 and and you were the biggest thing in the world. Then all of a sudden you want privacy when you lose 8 of 9. So things are going sideways and looking bad. And lo and behold, dude pulls a five-star. Best player in the country at his position when any, everybody's running for the hills. So I want to get into that. Man, he needed that badly, badly, not only to stop the bleeding, but to jumpstart what's going on there. We'll get into it. As I mentioned, I've got the big head, James Kelly, coming up a little bit later on. You've got the Patriots and the Steelers. At last check, that game was minus six. Steelers minus six. Man, that is a big, fat number. Also not a green light for your JN references. But that is a big, fat number for a couple of teams with some of the worst offenses I've ever seen. Got to play it. I've got updated thoughts on Zach Wilson. I know we've covered this, but it's official. They're going to start him this weekend. So again, who do you believe? Do you believe the Athletic? When the Athletic reports that he was telling people in the building, you know what, I I really don't want to play. I've got apprehension. Now, oh, now you need me. Now you want me to go in there to play. He didn't use the phrase, but the vibe, if this report is accurate, the vibe he was throwing off was like, for who? For what? You dropped me to number three. You gave up on me. But now you want me to go out there behind that Swiss cheese, porous offensive line and put my life on the line. For who? For what? I've got a different take. Yeah, I see why you're upset. But it's not that you're putting your life on the line. Well, actually, you are. Dude, you're putting your career on the line if you don't go back out there. So we'll get into all that, too. Let me check the reaction before we go to break. Again, the pro football doc is coming up a little bit later on this hour. The big head, James Kelly, coming up, too. At Bingo Favela, I can't wait to watch the Pittsburgh Hawkeyes versus the Iowa Patriots tonight. I can't wait. Hardly wait. Hardly wait. Let me see what you did there, Bingo Favela. I can't wait. Last check, the over-under on that game, if I'm not mistaken, help me out here, Head. It's the lowest in NFL history. I think the over-under was like 30 and a half. Remember we had all that talk before Iowa went, went up against Michigan. And I was talking about how this is incredible. For one half of that game, the over-under for Iowa is .5 points. Incredible. For a championship game, no less. And then what happened? They got their asses shut out. Hilarious. Yeah, I'm guessing there's a prop bet in that game, but you know we go ATS. We go against the spread. How the hell are you going to play that game with those two offenses and those two quarterbacks? And that Thursday night ass... They should rename matchups like that TNA. TNA. Instead of TNF. Thursday night ass. Because that's what that is. Sean Rohasek's in. 
Rome. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen, Juan Soto is a New York Yankee. Signed, Susan of Wallman. Of all the dramatic things I've ever seen. How about Ron Sue's getting a shout-out two days in a row? Good for her. And there we go, John. She's not wrong. It is dramatic. Oh, my goodness. It's dramatic, but necessary. And listen, this didn't come out of nowhere. This did not come out of nowhere. This slow-moving deal finally came to fruition. Bill McAnally is in. When you said the number was minus six, I thought you were talking about the total. These are two pretty crappy offenses. And by crappy, I mean the Patriots are the worst offense in the NFL. And the Steelers aren't much better. And that's when they had tiny hands. And they don't. And now Mitchell Trubisky gets a shot. Mitch Trubisky. A had practiced that one. He's going to be a part of it. He's going to be a part of our segment. If I were you, I'd go in front of the window, the mirror, and practice the word Trubisky. Mitch Trubisky. Trubisky. 1-800-636-8686. One more. Gold's Gym. Soto must be a, quote, pill with a story to tell. Nobody wants to keep this dude around. Great talent, but apparently he's a complete tool. Ryan in SC. I don't know that it's as easy as all that. He has moved around quite a bit for a guy with his tools. I'm not saying he's a tool. I'm saying he's a generational talent, at least with a bat in his hands. He's only 25. That's the amazing thing. For all the just sick, sick numbers this guy's put up, he's only 25. Arguably, he hasn't even entered the prime of his career. Arguably, his best years are in front of him. So if I'm the Yankees, I'm going to roll the dice. I'm going to make that trade. And then I am going to back up the Brinks truck and get this guy what he wants. What choice do they have? one 8686 One more. JJ Sportmo. Hey, Jim. Cashman just saved at Alvin DeLauro a ton of work. The 180-minute year-in-review show just got boiled down to an eight-second soundbite. Quote, I feel pretty bleeping good, and I think 2024 will be better than 23. I'm proud of our people, and I'm also looking forward to... 24 being a better year than 20. No wonder Chalk's morning just got so much better. Dude, look at Chalk grinning hysterically ear to ear. He's like, good. I don't have to worry about that YIR. Now I'm done. We can stop meeting about that. Hey, there you go, Avi. There you go. Instead of spending weeks and weeks and weeks putting together one amazing show, just play that one eight-second soundbite. 24 being a better year than 23. Get the hell off. Then you're good. All right, so that's the way it looks. Again, things are a little bit different today. We're going to do the beef segment in the final segment of the program, and that does not guarantee it carries the whole segment. I want to try something different. I want to tighten it up. I want to trim the fat. Big Head Bets also coming up in Hour 3. The Pro Football Doc in 20 minutes. John Morosi next hour to break down the big trade and some other free agency dealings. Break it down. Thanks, Albie. Albie's on it today. I could tell. He's locked. Dell Cyber Monday event is their biggest sale of the year. 
Shop limited-time deals on laptops like the stylish, innovative XPS 13, engineered to do it all on the Intel Evo platform. Plus, save big on ultra-sharp monitors. Top brand accessories. It is the perfect time to upgrade any home, business, or gaming setup. It's powered by Intel Core processors, so you want to shop right now at dell.com slash deals. Take advantage of huge savings and free shipping on everything once again. Dell.com slash deals. Dell.com slash deals. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Clones, something else we're going to do. You know how I always say that I can't do what you want me to do? That if I constantly do what you want me to do, I will be you. Today, we might do what you want me to do. Something you always want me to do that I'm never willing to do, I am willing to do today. And what is that? Guess. Guess. I'll answer the question. Today, clones, we take a trip up to the second floor to visit our dude, Luca. Luke had a night. This guy had such an awesome night last night. I love Luca. So, yes, clones will do it. You see, I will feed you sometimes. Today, we take a trip up to the second floor. That's coming up a little bit later on. Here's some reaction. This says, somebody tell Soto not to kill John Sterling with any foul balls. Signed, Jake in NYC. Now the... 3-2, swung on, a pop foul back here. Ow! 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 It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Ow, ow, ow. It really hit me. My man, I know. I can tell. That's the most ows I've heard since that one gal was stomping grapes on the local news. It really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Did that hurt? Is that searing pain? I can't breathe. That's like that's like 50 ouches. Anyway, Jake and NYC had that to say about John Sterling. That's not me. That's one of your own. Jake and NYC. Really hit me. I didn't know it was coming back that far. Hey Jim. Would you rather watch tonight's NFL game, get a wisdom tooth pulled, or get a colonoscopy? All right, point of clarification. Ian and the Natty wrote that. Point of clarification. I did not get a wisdom tooth pulled. I had four pulled. And they were greatly impacted, and I waited until I was 40. Not two, not three. Seriously, one of the worst decisions of my entire life. Don't wait. Don't put that off. If a dentist tells you at any point you need your wisdom teeth pulled, get them pulled out of your head as quickly as possible. The last thing you want is for them to get impacted. That sent me on a journey. That sent me that sent me on a journey down a hole that was hideous for months. Months. So ask the question again. Jim, would you rather watch tonight's NFL game? Get four impacted wisdom teeth pulled or get a colonoscopy. And then add to that, 
Double hernia surgery. I've done all those things. Well, that's a question. Do it again, Albie. Hernia surgery. Let's see. Let's see. I've had a couple of colonoscopies. Hey, by the way, that thing, that colonoscopy, not only... All right, so not to get graphic. I'm just responding to this. I know it's a little early in the morning for the snake. But let me just say this. Number one, really important. Really important that you do it. And number two, not nearly as bad as it's made out to be. If anything, it's actually the best nap you ever have. So take that off the board. Watching tonight's game is worse than a colonoscopy. I already know that. The thing about the colonoscopy that's so bad, and again, sorry about how graphic this is, it's not the snake aspect, it's the prep. The prep before it. Hey, you youngsters on the other side of the glass, trust me, you'll find out. Hey, Albie, have you ever done that? Just to answer the question, dude. Have you ever had a colonoscopy, Albie? No. Alvin says he hasn't taken it, but he's taken the test to see if you need to. I got news for you. Stud, you need to. At a certain age, you need to. So you will. It's not the actual procedure. It's the prep. How it is, and some of you listeners I know have done this. How it is that we've reached 2023 and this point in time, there's not a better way to prep for that thing is beyond me. So again, to answer the question, what would you rather watch? What would you rather do? Watch tonight's game, get your wisdom teeth pulled, or get a colonoscopy. I'll rank it or a double hernia surgery. All right, listen, I'm not going to say watching tonight's game is worse than a double hernia surgery. It's close, but not worse. Wisdom teeth, all four impacted, and then the fallout for the months afterwards, that's definitely worse. I'm not going to lie. But I'm going to say watching tonight's game is going to be worse than a colonoscopy. I'll say that. They're both ass. Let's see here. Jimbo Slice. We cursed SD with our garbage melody. That's what's in. That's what's in. Time to put us back in the group home and let us rot all alone. That's That's what's what's in. in. V and the fee. Pretty tame for you, V. That, that's not an invitation for you to jack it back up. I'm just saying, pretty tame for you, readable, and not bad. I think he just wanted to keep it in the fairway. I think V and the fee, after I hit him yesterday with, dude, the degree of difficulty in you writing that and me reading it has got to be too much. I think my man just wanted to put one in the fairway, and he did. It's good. That's smooth. It's like starting the game with a couple of easy completions. Get yourself in a rhythm, V. A couple of nice, easy plays. Get yourself in a rhythm or keep it in the fairway. Get to the foul line. Find your rhythm. It's a good play by you. All right, if you're on hold, stay there. I want your reaction to that trade. And some other things. John Morosi will have his complete reaction in the next hour. When we come back, I want to talk to the pro football doc. I want to talk about Trevor Lawrence. I want to talk about big Mike McCarthy. I want to talk about Hayden Hurst. I want to talk about tiny hands. I want to get the doc's takes on the relative health of the two teams tonight. That's another angle to play when you're picking the game.
So that's coming up next. What's your beef in hour number three? Time right now for us. Live from Southern California, this is the Jim Rome Show on CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. We are rolling through hour number one. If you're on hold, stay there. If not, phone lines are open. one 636 8686 We'll talk about that blockbuster trade. I'm still looking for both Yankee and Padre fans to get up in here. What is your reaction to what went down? In the meantime, we are joined right now by the pro football doc. He is a board-certified orthopedic surgeon. He spent 17 seasons as the head physician for the Chargers. He has also worked for the Bulls the Timberwolves, and the Suns. You can find his analysis and more at Sports Injury Central and their website. We are joined right now by Dr. David Chow. He joins us via Zoom. Doc, it's good to have you back in the jungle. What's going on, Doc? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on, Jim. How's life? Life is great. It's always good to have you on. So let's get caught up. Why don't we start first, Doc, with Trevor Lawrence. He becomes the latest big-name quarterback to go down. The Jags are calling it a high ankle sprain. He was seen yesterday without a walking boot. What do you think his prognosis is, and then when do you expect him to play again? Well, in-game by video, it looked bad, right? But we don't judge the reaction. But when you analyze the video, like I've done for 17 years in the NFL, we didn't expect there to be a break. We did not expect there to be injured reserve time, no surgery, and expect a quick return. Within minutes, we said the possibility for next week is alive. And we're still saying the possibility is alive. Stepped on the right foot, turned his right ankle. We actually don't believe it's a high ankle sprain, which would speak to why no boot and the whole deal. And I think it's still possible for him to play this Sunday versus the Browns. Not not a guarantee, but obviously it bodes pretty well for week 15. But week 14, questionable, but the chance to play still alive. All right, so if it's not a high ankle sprain, what do you think it is? And then if it's not a high ankle sprain, why do you think the team would say that it is? Well, look, I'm not calling Doug Peterson a liar. He's not a medical person, and we deal with coach speak all the time. We do injury analysis versus reporting. And there are different types of standard low inversion ankle sprains. And the kind that Trevor Lawrence has – probably involves what we call the ATF, anterior tib- Taylor fibular ligament. So it's a little higher version of a basketball sprain. Maybe there's just some confusion in nomenclature. Maybe there's a little bit of gamesmanship. But as you pointed out, Jim, for the press conference yesterday, there was no boot, and he walked in and out without a boot. So that's clearly, pun intended, a step in the right direction. We're joined right now, pun taken. We're joined right now by the pro football doc. Doc, one more thing, one more angle about this. One of my listeners made the point that we have not seen a dude that jacked up trying to get down the tunnel since that little kid gave mean Joe Green his bottle of Coke back in the day. (laughs) Why do you think that Lawrence did not take a cart? And should one of the medical people or trainers on hand have insisted on it? Well, when when it happened and there was some criticism – I said, look, you don't know what happened there. First of all, he many athletes waved the card off, and we found that to be true, number one. Number two, based on exam, if I, by video, can tell there's no fracture, 
if I'm there on the field and the Jacksonville Jaguars have a good team doctor there, no, there's no fracture. There's no harm there. Ankle sprains are often walked off the field. Look, I had a story once of an NFL player who on the field, I said, I think you have a tibial plateau fracture. He insisted on walking off the field. And I said, okay, we'll have you on our shoulders. And a year later, he thanked me he's, because he said, I didn't ever want to get carted off, and that ended up being my last play in the NFL. So thank you for not carting me off. So there's much more to play into it. I get the optics of the look of up the tunnel, but the Jacksonville Jaguars medical staff didn't do anything wrong. It's called being human and dealing with the emotions of the injury. And Trevor Lawrence, you know, he wasn't making the ankle worse, letting him do what he wanted to do. He is the pro football doc, breaking it down for us. All right, doc, so another big story yesterday involved not a player but a coach, Mike McCarthy requiring surgery for acute appendicitis. What is the recovery like for that? And barring complications, is there any reason why he shouldn't be on the sideline for this weekend's showdown with Philadelphia? I've never examined Mike McCarthy, but I guarantee you he'll be on the sideline for the game against the Eagles. As a matter of fact, I'd be surprised if he doesn't show up to practice later this week to do something. Why do I say that? Look, I'm an orthopedic surgeon, but as a team physician, and I don't want to be an old guy telling stories, but look, this is not the first time. Coach Norv Turner for the San Diego Chargers in 2009, no one knew about this at the time. I've asked Coach Turner. He's allowed me to tell the story. He had emergency appendectomy surgery on Friday before the Ravens game in 2009 and coached on Sunday, and nobody even knew about it. No need, because if the coach misses Friday night, Saturday, walkthrough, no one even knows about it. The Cowboys had to announce it because Mike McCarthy would be missing you know, the practice time and media time, et cetera. That's why they had to announce it. But there is precedent for this, and no – Uh, Coach Turner wasn't on narcotics and made it through the game. It was a hot game. You know, he's coaches. Coaches are tough. And I don't see Mike McCarthy coming close to missing this game based on past experiences. Doc, better to be an old guy telling stories than just an old guy. Stories rule. I think that's great. We're joined by the pro football. And I'll tell you a funny anecdote. Yes. And I'll tell you a funny anecdote about Coach Turner. We had a great relationship and we joked around some. And four weeks later, we had lost three of the last four games. And he weighs me over to, in the training room. He goes, come over here. I'm mad at you. And I said, mad at me? For what? And I kind of had a laugh smirk in my face, figuring he was joking. He goes, no, I'm serious. He sits me down and goes, if you would have missed my diagnosis and let my appendix burst, we still would have lost three of the next four games. But everyone would be hailing me as the missing piece of the Messiah. Instead, I'm a horse's you-know-what. Well, we went on to be 13-3 and three that year, and that was the only three losses. So it all worked out that in the did. end. That is funny. We are talking to the pro football doc. I like that. Hey, let me ask you something that's not amusing. Panthers tight end Hayden Hurst's father says that his son was diagnosed with post-traumatic amnesia. What is that exactly? Yeah, I appreciate your bringing that up. And, you know, I, I don't want to mess around with uh, anything related to mental health or head injury, et cetera. Very serious thing. Uh, look, I don't know Hayden Hurst, but I've been on his podcast the last couple of years. He literally has a mental health podcast in the offseason because of mental health awareness. People probably know his story from college and how he ended up getting into the NFL. Post-traumatic amnesia. It's symptoms after a concussion, the trauma, where you're forgetful. And I'm not making light of the situation. 
not making fun of it and not making an exact comparison. But for your audience, it's kind of like 50 First Dates, the movie with Adam Sandler and Drew Barrymore, if you if you remember that, where he keeps going on first dates with her because she forgets that there was a first date and doesn't remember. So you don't remember things going forward, which is very scary. Uh, the hit itself, you can never judge concussions by a hit, didn't look that bad. A month of symptoms is significant. We can all hope he gets better and returns this year, but there are bigger priorities in life. The only good piece of this news is that this apparently is his first documented concussion, but obviously there's some lingering lasting symptoms. And, you know, uh, for a guy who's very concerned about mental health and done a lot to help people, we hope him the best. Pro Football Doc joining us. Hey, Doc, really quickly, you don't pick games per se, but you do do injury analysis. When you look at that matchup tonight, who is the healthier of the two teams? And do you have a lean on anything, a prop bet or the game itself based on health? You know, thanks for asking, Rome. Look, I'm not a tout. I don't pick games and stuff. We just do scores and injuries and look at where advantages are. There are some definite advantages tonight. For example, maybe looking at uh, Hunter Henry because potentially three key linebackers out for the Pittsburgh Steelers. So yeah, an under is a popular you know number popular position to take, but the number keeps dropping. Look, we'll do this for your Rome listeners. You know, our guy Craig always wants to do something nice for you, Jim, and the Rome listeners. If you go to SICscore.com and sign up for sick picks, put in promo code Rome. You'll get all the picks tonight and for this weekend completely free. And our best, best picks have been 5-0-1. We've been over 60% on the season with these picks. Look, Follow them if you like, or double your unit if that's, it matches what you're thinking, or do half a unit if it doesn't. Use it as a resource, but you can have all the picks, all your listeners for free, promo code Rome. Hey, that's pretty big a dater to finally pick me up. Craig Dater, we're talking about your guy, my guy. Hey, listen, I, w- I want to be clear about the website too, Doc. It's free. Almost the entire website is free, except there are premium parts of it that you would pay money. Hit that one more time, because I want the clones to understand this. These things, at 60%. You're not going to do better anywhere, really, than 60%. And if these picks are free, where do they go to get them? If they use the promo code Rome. Go, go to SICscore.com. Go to the pick section, promo code Rome. We've got a hot one tonight for the Thursday game. And uh, and those hot ones in the last two weeks have been five zero and one, and it's absolutely free. Check it out. Uh, you know we appreciate you, uh, Jim. So uh, want to make sure all your listeners are are hooked up here. The record's been good, and it's based off of injury advantages, and and not just everyone knows about the starting quarterback, right? But do you really know about the Pittsburgh Steelers linebackers? I mean, that's kind of what we work off of and who might play and who might not play and advantages. For example, one of our guaranteed picks this last Monday was Jamar Chase over. What was he? 12 catches, 130 yards, like more than two and a half times his yardage in that Jake Browning game. So in other words, it's another tool. Doc, really quickly, before you go, when you consider all the marquee quarterbacks that are going down, the league is on pace to have a record. 73 quarterbacks start a game this season. That would be a record. Given all the rules that are in place to protect quarterbacks, why are they still in go- still going down at a record pace? Well, number one is it's the not contact sport of football, but collision sport of football. Number two, how quarterbacks are getting hurt by and large it's out of the pocket. All the protections are in the pocket. And I'm not saying 
they're pure running quarterbacks. There are a lot of running quarterbacks, but there are a lot of quarterbacks that are mobile and extend plays. Even Trevor Lawrence, he was trying to move out of the pocket and extend plays. Even the first injury of the season when I was on before, Aaron Rodgers and Achilles, he was trying to escape the sack of Leonard Floyd and he tore his Achilles trying to extend plays. Uh, Lamar Jackson, the last two seasons, his ankle and his PCL has been rolling out of the pocket, et cetera. Not just as a pure runner, but extending plays. That's what makes great quarterbacks great and that extra thing. Look, C.J. Stroud is making a name for himself by extending plays. He hasn't been hurt, which is good so far, but it puts you in more danger. If you go back to, once again, telling stories, my guy, Philip Rivers, had the longest starting streak forever as a quarterback because guess what? He didn't leave the pocket. He got rid of the football style of play comes into it a little bit and perhaps offensive line differences in terms of how the college game and the pro game is different in terms of protection and offensive line depth probably contributes to that as well. He is on it. The pro football doc. Doc, great job. Really appreciate it. Thanks so much. Have a great weekend. Nice job. Dr. David Chow, board certified orthopedic surgeon, long time physician for the Chargers joining us with a lot of good information right there. Take that. Use that. Take the free picks. 5-0-1. Hour number two coming up when we come back. Stay tuned.